You're listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Eminence, William Cardinal Go, Archbishop of Singapore. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, it was before the festival of the Passover, and Jesus knew that the hour had come for Him to pass from this world to the Father. Jesus was about to celebrate his own Passover. His Passover from this life and back to his Father. He was about to accomplish his mission on this earth and to return to his humble Father. My dear brothers and sisters, we too, this evening, as we celebrate this Last Supper Mass, we are called to join Jesus in this Passover. Our Passover, however, is from sin to grace, death to life. This Passover, we must already begin while we are still on this earth so that we can, when the time comes, to share in that last Passover to a Hamdi Father. To share in the Passover of Christ is to share in His passion, His death and His resurrection. This Passover of Jesus has already been anticipated in the Old Testament, which you have read of how Moses told the people to sacrifice an unblemished lamb with the blood painted on the doors of the house of the Hebrews so that the angel of death would pass over them and the lives of the firstborn would be saved. This Passover in the Old Testament anticipated the Passover of Jesus. He took upon himself the same symbol but gives a new meaning he changed the symbol, he becomes that Passover lamb. It's in John's Gospel where the Last Supper was celebrated as a farewell meal. St. John had Jesus sacrifice on the day of the Passover because Jesus was the Passover lamb. It is important, therefore, that when we talk about the Passover, we are reminded that it is through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, it is through His total giving to us all in death that we are saved. 
I'm always struck when I read this line in John chapter 13. When St. John wrote, he had always loved those who were his in the world. But now he showed how perfect his love was. Jesus does not simply love us. He loved us perfectly. For most of us, we do love. But our love is imperfect. Jesus' love has no condition, no reservation. It is total. And that is why his love is regarded as perfect. The perfection of Jesus' love does not only come from the way he loves us. The perfection of Jesus' love comes from his perfect identification with the Father's love. Because the whole purpose of Jesus coming, particularly his death on the cross, was to reveal to us the perfect love of his Father for you and for me. So that none of us would ever think God does not care for us. Especially in those moments when you feel burdened, abandoned, when the cross seems overwhelming, Jesus wants us to know the Father loves us perfectly in Him by His death on the cross. So this perfection of Jesus' love that we have witnessed is acted out in the washing of feet. This evening, when we have the liturgy for the washing of feet, let us not just reduce the washing of feet simply to the act of humility of Jesus washing the feet of his disciples and asking us to do the same, imitating him in service. Of course, this is part of the meaning of the washing of feet. But the real meaning of the washing of feet is deeper than simply giving us a new commandment to love one another. The deeper meaning of the washing of feet is the self-emptying of Jesus in love. When we truly loved, we need to empty ourselves. That is why some of us, we do not love perfectly because even when we love, there is so much self-centeredness. Even when we love, there is still so much pride. Even when we loved, it is about ourselves. 
how much money we give to the poor. Oh, my big name is written, I think, somewhere in this cathedral. It's about me. It's about my honour. It is about my recognition. So even when we love, that love is not perfect. So the perfection of Jesus' love comes from the very fact that in the washing of feet, it is the symbol of total self-emptying. You have to read today's gospel text in parallelism to the letter of St. Paul to Philippines in chapter 2, which we read, I think, in Palm Sunday and Good Friday, I think, too. When Jesus emptied himself, St. Paul says he emptied himself. Twice Jesus emptied himself. First, he stripped himself of his divinity. Then he stripped himself of his humanity when he died on the cross. Twice he stripped or he emptied himself. And so in the washing of feet, Jesus, we are told, remove his outgun. That is the first self-emptying. Emptying himself of his divinity so that he can share our humanity, to be one with us in everything but sin. But as if that is not enough, to take off his garment is just the first form of self-emptying. But to kneel down before the disciples, to go down, that is a second self-emptying. It is death. And so, when we think of Jesus self-emptying, the perfection of that love, this is what we are called to imitate today. To empty ourselves of our ego, of our pride, so that we can feel with our brothers and sisters you know, my dear brothers and sisters, because we don't identify with each other, because we think we are different, we are of a higher class, I'm a professional, I'm a accountant, I'm a doctor. And therefore, there is a certain separation between we and our brothers and sisters. Oh, this is, this one is low class. That is the problem. Because we share in the same humanity, every one of us, we feel the same thing, we have the same needs, we need the same love. We long to be loved, we long to be accepted. Everybody needs food. Everybody is afraid of pain. Why only me? that needs to be given all this. What about the others? Aren't we all one humanity? Indian, Chinese, Catholics, non-Catholics, Singaporeans, Americans, it doesn't matter. That is the perfection of love. That is what the Lord is asking of us.
to empty ourselves. Therefore, it's an invitation to really give ourselves so completely. And I believe the key, the key to service, the key to genuine service is to be identified with each other. In the gospel, Jesus says, do to others what you like others to do unto you. Jesus came to identify with us, even in death. That is why no one can ever say that God does not understand our suffering. He has carried all these upon himself. Consequently, if we want to give thanks to God, in the response to some said, the blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the blood of Christ. A thanks sacri thanksgiving sacrifice I make. What is this thanksgiving sacrifice? The thanksgiving sacrifice, the Eucharist. The Eucharist means thanksgiving. And when Jesus says, do this in memory of me, he told the disciples, do whatever. Do what I have done to you. It is more than just reenacting the Eucharist, reenacting the washing of feet. It is really to make this self-emptying of Christ on the cross in the way he served others as part of our lives. And therefore, I invite you uh, this evening three points to consider how to concretely offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Firstly, we need to offer forgiveness. Jesus wanted to wash the feet of Peter. Peter said, no, 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 never, never. You shall never wash my feet. The early church fathers interpret this text as a sacrament of baptism, sacrament of forgiveness. And so Jesus says, if I do not wash your feet, you have no part of me. Peter needs to experience forgiveness. And Jesus gave Peter forgiveness in advance in view of the fact that he would betray him. And Jesus already assured him of that forgiveness. And my dear brothers and sisters, I'd like to ask you, if you want to begin this Easter Tridium well, learn to forgive. You need to forgive. You need to ask God to give you the grace to forgive, to let go. Otherwise, you cannot enter into the resurrection. And why should we forgive? Precisely because we are all sinners. Can't you identify with someone who is a sinner? When you yourself are a sinner, you are no better than anybody else. I am no better than you. So 
So it's very important, my dear brothers and sisters, to do this in memory of Him is to forgive. Render forgiveness. Because we feel the pain, the struggles, the temptations that others go through. That is why St. John Mary Vianney always tells us priests, the best way for a priest to grow in holiness is what? Hear confessions. Because when we hear confessions, we realize how great a sinner we priests are. Because most of the sins you confess, I forgot myself. Until you mention, I say, oh my goodness, this one, uh, I've, I didn't take it seriously. In fact, your conscience are very often even more scrupulous than us priests. Because sometimes we become numb to certain things. When you start thinking about your pain, how people have hurt you, you listen to the pain of others, the injustices that others suffer, then you realize this is nothing. Secondly, today the gospel also invites us that we need to be leaders in showing the way. Leaders in humble service. The Lord Jesus told the disciples, do you understand what I have done to you? You call me Master and Lord and rightly, so I am. If I then, the Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you should wash each other's feet. The Master, if you want to be recognized as someone important, the greatest person is one who serves. Jesus tells us, if you want to be great, be a servant. That is the way to be great. That is why if you call me Lord and Master, yes, are you the Lord of your life? Are you in charge of your life? Are you in control of your life? If you are in control of your life, then you can truly say, I'm truly a disciple of the Lord. So leaders, servant leadership, all of us here, please, those of you in ministry, those of you in working in the world, exercise servant leadership with humility we served. Not because we are great, not because we are better, not because we are so talented, but because the Lord has loved us, we want to share the little that we have with others. And finally, the Lord said, I have given an example so that you may copy what I have done to you. My dear brothers and sisters, be mentors for others. Your children are looking up to you. Your colleagues are looking up to you. If you want to lead people to Christ, we must be mentors. We must give hope to the world. We must show that as Christians, we are different. We don't take up violence. Christians are known simply because we always forgive our enemies. We don't hold grudges. We love them. We pray for them. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Shepherd's Voice, featuring His Eminence, William Cardinal Goh.